Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. As Wallaceo tries to add two and does so right at the death. Makes the conversion, but the game is over. And the All Blacks have the win at Eden Park in the first of three Bledisloe Cup test matches, 33-25. to 9.33 here on SENZ. Uh, opportunity now to welcome in Sir Steve Hansen, of course, uh, former All Black coach, successful World Cup coach, uh, and obviously still very much involved within the game. Uh, Steve, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, first of all, can we start with um, one of your little fellas that uh, served you so well, Aaron Smith, uh, and the achievement of 100 Test matches? Yeah, well, what a wonderful achievement it was. It is. Um, you know, he's been a wonderful player, and um, the off-field uh, changes he's made in his life, I think, uh, um, a testament to him too. Like he's he's changed who he is. He's understood his own insecurities, I guess, and he's 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 got to the point where he's very secure in his own skin and um, become a better person because of it. And uh, you know that's only helped him play even better. So, world class player. Yeah, we saw glimpses of just uh, at the right time him making the right decision again uh, the other night. Can I just ask you before we? Uh, pick the bones out of it. Uh, st- how do you watch the game these days? Do you still watch it? Uh, have you shaken the coaching aspect out of the way you watch the game, or are you, are you watching it still with that kind of a hat on? Uh, no, you probably uh, watch it now with a beer. I didn't, I didn't used to do that, Smithy. So um, <laughs> the, the, the big the big thing is, you know, you still watch it from a point of view that you really care about the team. I don't think you can ever shake that, but you certainly um, let go of the coaching range because you're not the coach. So, um, But you watch it not as a, not a, more than a fan, I think, um, but sort of like a fan, if that makes sense. Because yeah, you, you, know, I, you I, care I, a lot about what happens with the team. Yeah, totally understand that. Um, and uh, in that respect, you'd... You'd probably, um, what were your feelings at, at the final whistle? Okay, you, you want to win, you want to beat Australia, you want to keep that Bledisloe Cup. But your, your reaction at uh, full time to that game? Uh, one one nil, you know, that's really important. And um, keeping the cup and the cup so important to the group. Um, so, you know, that's tick, that job's done. Um, then you look at some of the combinations they're starting to put together. Um, and through the Fiji series, they didn't have the opportunity to do that because they wanted to, to give everyone game time. But I really like the Harvilly um, Anton Leonard Brown combination. <clears throat> I think that's coming along quite nicely. Uh, you look at and, and reflect upon how the, the positions where there's a bit of competition going on, and thinking to yourself, you know, how, how well did they go? Um, but you know, you're just genuinely pleased because the they've achieved what they wanted to do, which is win the game. Yeah, they won't be completely happy, but I don't know an all-black coach that ever was. <laughs> OK. Um, well, I spoke to you a couple of times when you seemed pretty delighted, but hey, the loose forward combination. <laughs> uh, did you, um, w- w- 
Only a couple of that. So, uh, yeah, the loose forward combination, uh, from your point of view, did, did that gel? Is Artie playing in the right spot? Oh, I think he is at the moment for this group. I mean, he's um, the guy that I'm starting to really get excited about as a carer because I think he's he's just starting to mature into the player we always hoped he would. And, um, you know, he, he's got a real physical presence on the park and he's got some energy for the whole 80 minutes or for as long as he's out there. Um, and, you know, that's a maturity thing. That's him now understanding what's required and it's quite exciting watching him because he is, he is a very, very special rugby player and with a lot of talent. He's now adding that work ethic and mental fortitude into his game. We know Artie's a, you know, a really good player anyway and um, Dalton's been uh, on the scene for a while uh, on the fringes of that all-black team. He's now been given the opportunity to play seven and um, you know they've got some very good other loose forwards uh, in the background too that when they want to put them in, I think they're going to work well as well. The sight of uh, ball-carrying Brody Retallick getting back towards where he was uh, I think is, is is a big plus coming out of that. Yeah, well, Big Broad's really showed a little bit more of you know his his good form last uh, Saturday, and um, not just his ball carrying, but his physical presence too. I think he he cleaned uh, Hooper out there at one point, and uh, Hoops certainly would have known all about it um, because you know it's was, it's was just that reminder, hey, I'm here and. This is what international rugby is about, and we've probably missed that presence for a wee bit. The, the other conundrum that probably is the most hotly debated in terms of personnel on the side and how, how you split them is the Mwanga, Bowden, Barrett, McKenzie type grouping uh, around the 10 jersey, and, and how you actually involve, involve all three in your 23-man setup. Have they got it right uh, with, with the way they have at the moment, with McKenzie at 15? Bowden off the bench and Richie Moanga, the starting general? Well, from from looking from afar, I think, you know, Fozzie's decided that he wants to create a bit of competition in the 258s to, to drive him to go to even greater heights, which is probably the right decision at this stage. And, um, you know, so therefore McKenzie's your logical guy at the back because he, he is a guy that uh, can come up into that front line and play really well as a 5'8 when you're in second pair of hands. So, um, you know, I'm sure that they'll play around with that combination as and settle into whatever they want in the end. But, you know, they're three fantastic players and, um, you know, the challenge is for, for Bowden, uh, you know, to step up and he's been away in Japan and um, he got a lot of first 5'8 time over there, which was really good for his game and, yeah, he'll get his opportunities, and I'm sure he'll take them. And that that contest between him and Richie is going to be fantastic to watch because they're both world class players. Are we do we look too negatively at the All Blacks here? Should we be giving a little bit of uh, credit uh, to Dave Rennie's men for putting pressure on in areas that uh, we didn't handle as well as we perhaps would have liked? Well, I think we always look negatively at the All Blacks because we have such high expectations of them. And, uh, you know, you look back to last year and, and you know, they won all the trophies that they could have won. Yes, they, they dropped a couple of games, but, you know, they've been, we've been very, very fortunate in that they've won a lot of games in the past 
and our expectations have come to the point where we expect them to win everything, and that's just not sport. You know, the greatest sports people get beaten from time to time, and so. But we, you know, if you're involved in the All Blacks, you wouldn't want that to change because that's one of the things that, that strives and motivates the internal um, pressures within the group to to play really well. Um, and and yes, I think sometimes because we we are so critical and and observant of what the All Blacks are doing, we do miss what the opposition are doing and. Australia, I think, are a group, a very talented group. I think they they don't help themselves with the way they come into uh, international rugby because they come off a a uh, um, in their Super Rugby. I think there's too many teams and they spread their talent across the board and they don't get the opposite opportunity to compete for positions at Super Rugby. They don't have enough people to actually fill the spots, and as a result, they don't come in with the same amount of confidence as as you would as you know the Blues or the Crusaders or our, our franchises because they they get beaten a lot of the time by the New Zealand team so subconsciously that that's something that inhibits them but um, I, I think they're a talented group I think they're well led um, you know I think Michael Hooper having had some experience with him now is a wonderful young man and um, they're a team that'll get better Steve, you don't perhaps have to be so guarded about uh, refereeing performance, etc. And I'm not just pointing the bone at uh, Saturday night. There seem to be a hell of a lot of penalties in there. Is the game, is the game being over-officiated? Um, is, there, is there just too many people looking at too many things to let it flow? Um, well, I'd go the other way. I, I don't think it's being officiated enough because uh, we get... Look, the biggest problem to me in the in the game is is how we we see it should be refereed, and I think the game's been around for over 150 years, and we still can't get a piece of paper that tells you, okay, this is the role of the referee, this is the role of the near side touch judge, this is the role of the far side touch judge, and this is the role of the TMO, and that piece of paper just gets handed around to every game, and is the same every week. We can't get that. So until we can get that, we're not going to get consistency. Um, you know, we have rules in the rule book that talk about a ruck. There's no such thing as a ruck in the modern game. You know, if you if you look at the rule for a ruck, there is no such rule that happens in the game of rugby over that. We talk about a breakdown all the time. It's the most used word in the game, and there's not even a rule about a breakdown. It's not even mentioned in the rule book. So there's things there that we have to sharpen up on and get right. We can't get the offside line right. And therefore, we don't get attacking rugby. We get, you know, if you've looked at the Lions um, Springbok game, like I think the the Lions scored two uh, pushover small tries and one pick and go try, you know, out of their four tries for the whole series. You know, that's not what rugby is about. Rugby is about people coming or people sitting in their homes watching it on TV, watching, you know, people score tries and a real genuine contest and and. The way we're officiating the game at the moment and the way the rules have been set up and we've allowed the rules to become so complicated that we're not getting that. And when I say I think they need to dish out more penalties, like what's critical in the game and then really police it. And people, players and coaches will adjust and slowly those those rules will disappear. You know, we get it every super season. We start with, with um, you know, really hard refereeing 
in certain areas and we get commentators saying, oh, you know, there's too many penalties. But what happens is the game actually flows better in the long run because people adjust to it and adapt. And and then all of a sudden you don't have all those penalties because people aren't committing those offences. So, yeah, that's quite a long-winded uh, answer to your question because it's one of the things that frustrates me most about the game at the moment. I think it's, it's, it's you know, on a knife edge, really. Well, Steve, uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.